Good morning, everybody. This is Judith Lake. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. I hope uh, my fellow Americans had a good Memorial Day holiday. I have to be honest, now that I'm past the familial obligations of barbecues and cookouts and all of that, I actually just really enjoyed my time off. I mean, growing up in a family that got together was great. But as you get older and you have all these responsibilities and obligations, you know, it's just nice to have a day to myself. And it actually felt like a holiday. I didn't even get dressed. It was dope. Hey, you know, my mom, I can't believe I'm yawning. I did oversleep, though. So there's that. Anyway, my mom doesn't know the difference between, you know, Memorial Day and any other day. So she's actually been laying in the bed a lot lately. Just not really out of it or anything. Just chilling. Just chilling. So uh, it's been a pretty uh, uneventful weekend. It was nice. I got a lot of work done. A lot of things I could catch up on because, you know, there wasn't someone demanding every single second of my time. So that was nice. And uh, she seems to be feeling okay, slowing down a little bit. Um, So anyway, I watched Secession, the last episode, and it was weird because they, they got me. For a minute, I thought, oh, these super broken, deformed, emotionally deformed people are going to work together and save the family business. And of course, spoiler alert, there wasn't a happy ending uh, in the way you would expect a happy ending because it's almost like Game of Thrones. I remember there was a point when I was thinking, oh, this is going to end, you know, well. And then I was like, no, it won't. Like, there's just been a bleak ass show. Uh, Nothing is going to come together and, you know, have a bow on it. And so it's the same with Secession. I mean, these are tremendously awful human beings. They've been awful to each other and with each other for four seasons. Uh, And I'm a sucker because I thought for a minute, like, they could save their business and do something, uh, you know, as as siblings. Because it was weird. And I'm thinking that scene where they're in the kitchen anointing Kendall, like, that's probably the last time they'll ever even see these people. They'll never, ever... uh, get back like their family is just destroyed and there was an end shot there uh where Kendall is sitting alone on a bench and I swear they just thought better of it but I really think he killed himself because Kendall's weak you know and he's always thought all along that he should be the CEO and I think it hurt him more than anything not so much that he didn't get it spoiler alert but also that nobody thought he would be good at it like I, he lives in such a delusional bubble and I and I was wanting him to win because it's a family business and I don't know I've never had a family business no one ever built anything that was worth billions of dollars and tried to give it to me And I get that he got bought out or whatever, but the company's going to get gutted and completely abused. And uh, it's just, there was so much manipulation and their arrogance wouldn't allow them to see the truth. And that's for all of them. You know, uh, Connor's his own thing, but like even, um, you know, 
Roman thought he should win. Why would you think you would be the CEO? There's nothing CEO-like about you. Uh, And I guess the same is true for Shiv, Siobhan, and Kendall, but they they at least were working adults, uh, you know. Anyway, it ended the way you would expect a show about horrible people. <laughs> and kudos to that cast and crew because they were incredible. Incredible. Such fine work. And I love shows about rich people, not necessarily depraved rich people, but the opulence, the yachts, the location people, kudos to them. Uh, the people who uh, make sure they drive the latest cars. I don't know who would be in charge of picking the cars, but they always had the finest of whips. It was incredible. And if you really like to see how the the 1% live, you should check out the show. Very well done. Horrible people. Don't expect to root for any of them. Um, And kudos. Great job. I see Karen Culkin, Jeremy Strong, and Sarah Snook all getting awards. I don't know uh, how they can all, you know, Sarah should be fine, but I don't know how Jeremy and Kieran are going to compete and not snuff each other out in the process. But man, they were both stellar. They would have to compete against each other is what I'm saying. Yeah, they were both very, very good. Great, great show. Now, as far as endings go, it's not one of, I don't think it was exciting or anything like they they just killed Logan too fast for it to be exciting but I will say as far as wrapping up a show uh that was one of the better jobs there were no loose ends except for the very last scene um and it was it wasn't quite David Simon level but it wasn't Game of Thrones so thank you HBO um let's see I don't know what's going on I know Boston came back and I don't know when that game is. I don't know if they've won anything, but kudos to them. I love Jason Tatum, St. Louis homie. And um, my nephew's uh, buddies were his coaches and when he was in high school. So that's very, very cool. Um, what else is going on? Da-dum, da-dum. Um, yeah, miraculously, they reached the debt ceiling agreement, which I thought they would. It was, uh, lots of political theater there. But neither party can afford to um, basically disenfranchise and bankrupt America's elderly and America, period. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that that would miraculously get done in enough time where both parties could say, you know, I made the most compromises and look what I sacrificed for you. But we got it done. Just ridiculous. I'm telling you, the worst thing that's ever happened to this country is politicians. And it used to be a skill to it, but now it's just like people just say whatever they want to say that they think you want to hear, so they'll get your vote. And then they just go off and do whatever the hell they want. We had a, uh, a prosecutor, a circuit attorney here, part of the controversy, and I was telling you guys to look it up. She was in nursing school. There's video of her car being at the nursing school when she should have been in court for a hearing. And another occasion where she should have been at work and she was using her her city paid for car to go do all this dirt. You know, like that's not what people are paying you for. And I get that too. You know, you obviously 
don't see a future in law for yourself. That was smart. But come on, you're robbing the citizens of their cash so you can go to nursing school. God, I mean, that is unconscionable. And anybody who's trying to defend that, I'd like to have a conversation with them. There's something wrong with you, too. That is indefensible. Whether you like her or not, whether you feel she was mistreated or not, at the end of the day, that's criminal. That's called fraud. And if it, if you were doing it, guess what? You would be prosecuted to the full extent of the law, and so should she. That sucks. That's just the way I feel about it. I'm just like, you really think you are too good to 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 live with other people if you can just do whatever you want, and you're the one that's supposed to be enforcing the law. Well, you have law enforcement, and they enforce the law, but we're supposed to hold people accountable. Well, not we, I'm not in her office, but she was supposed to hold people accountable and she didn't even uh, come close to doing that. She was at nursing school. That is wild, man. That's almost as interesting as the story one of my friends told me. She has been teaching in uh, East St. Louis for probably 30 years. And uh, one of the principals got arrested and everybody watched the police walk in or the feds walk in and arrest her. And she had hired her son to be the janitor, was paying him $50,000 a year to be the janitor, and he was living in Atlanta as the janitor of that school. (laughs) That's wild. That's fraud. It's wrong. It doesn't matter who's doing it. It's wrong. That is not what taxpayer money is supposed to be doing. So anyway, it also reminds me of a fairly good documentary on... um, Netflix, I think it's called All the Pretty Horses or All the Horses. You should check it out because this lady scammed millions from this uh, town. I want to say it's a city just outside of Chicago, but she really went to town. And I'm thinking if you can do it in a small place like that, what are some of the bigger cities doing? She, she, I think she took them for something like 15 million. Yeah, corruption. I'm not into corruption. And I know it's hard because the human design has one big flaw. Greed. We cannot help ourselves. People will tell you it's because of scarcity and lack. And being human didn't always mean you would have food security or clean water or anything. So for so long in the human existence, basically up until the last 150 years, nothing was stable. There was no such thing as too much food or too much water or too much money. There were people who were starving and struggling. And so when there's an opportunity to have more, they tend to pack rat. They just take it all. And let's look around. There's plenty of everything right now. And people still do it. So you tell me. Anyway... I think that's a nature versus nurture. And I'm saying it's nature. It's in our nature to to be greedy and and do whatever it takes to look out for ourselves and not other people. And maybe it does go back to the wiring and the DNA of the brain. Oh, sorry, y'all to get get. I don't know. I don't know why. I do know why I overslept. <laughs> I don't know why I was so sleepy. I had a great relaxing weekend. And at some point, I uh, I went to sleep last night. And it was comfortable. I, and my alarm went off at normal time. And I slept right through that bad boy. I turned it off and I was like, 
So anyway, that, I guess that's why I'm yawning. Because I just sort of threw myself together and, and got ready to, to come to work and do this podcast. So yeah, anyway, I really enjoyed Secession as a series. It took me a while to get into it, but it's kind of dark. It's really dark. But if you want a glimpse into sort of what wealth in America looks like, it feels like the writers and the writing staff and the showrunner really understood that. <laughs> and they weren't making it up. It, it's it's kind of shadowing um, the Rupert Murdoch family. So, yeah, it was good. Really good. Yeah, I had a good weekend. Everything's going good. Uh, businesses are moving, ideas are flowing, lots of good things happening. So I'm thankful and grateful that you guys listen every day. I really do appreciate you. Yawns aside. And uh, thanks for listening and sharing and liking this podcast. And uh, we're growing and we just want to scale it to something a little bit bigger. And uh, I thank you for helping me to do that because you could listen to anybody and you, you take time out every day to listen to me. A lot of you do. And I appreciate that deeply. Um, yeah. It feels like some adventures are, af- are afoot. So I'll let you know. Of course, you guys will be the first to know. And I hope you have an amazing day today. Be your best. And know that I appreciate you. And I love you. I love you guys. I can say it. I'm not a commitment phobe. Five, six years in on this podcast, I can say it. <laughs> Have a great day.